English Simon's he's, my favorite. He's the best. You're he's my on favorite. with me right now, and you tell me that someone else is your favorite? All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game, or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the Sports Gal Pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, best of the two-a-days. That's right. I've got all the super fans back for one more round. These are all the outtakes, the um, kind of side conversations, the after conversations, before conversations, just a lot of cool clips from these guys. Now, not every guy has a clip. It's nothing personal. I just had to pick the very best ones. Um, but I do want to go ahead and mention a couple housekeeping things. Normally, I would do a whole long thing of which games I'm looking forward to. But this is such a long-packed episode that I'm only going to give you a few highlights. Um, college games that I'm looking forward to. I will physically be in Charlottesville this weekend. Go Hoos. We're not going to win, but we are welcoming the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame. You know, the whole da-da-da-da, you know, those people. Um, so I will be there and probably very marinated trying to watch as my um, Wahoos. Yeah, it's going to be a long day, but it'll be fun. You'll see pictures, and I'll do a recap on the blog at sportsgalpal.com. Um, the bigger game that night is at 8 o'clock on ABC. Um, Oregon goes to Michigan State. I am really looking forward to this. I think that Oregon, again, that high, fast, um, they still have the Chip Kelly influence there. And then Michigan State, I just don't like for many other reasons. Um, but I do think Michigan State home game, um, the Big Ten needs kind of a bounce back. Other than Ohio State last week, the Big Ten didn't look that great. So I'm looking, thinking they're looking for like a kind of a rebound win. Um, who knows? But when you've got teams that are ranked that closely together, it's going to be an awesome, awesome game. But dun, 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 dun. So excited because professional football is back tonight. Of course, opens with the Steelers at the Patriots. Tom Brady is playing. Le'Veon Bell is not. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see, number one, how big... Ben Roethlisberger handles, um, you know, not having one of his best offensive weapons on the field and what happens there. Um, expect a lot of passing to um, Antonio Brown. Um, I'm flat out going to say it. There's going to be a ton of that. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how Brady looks again, because I noticed instead of Patrick, the super fan during our two day preview, and you can hear that on sportsgalpal.com or on blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal, um, Brady looks shaky. So it's going to be interesting. Of course, everybody's going to be talking about it. It is must see TV. Get in front of a TV and watch it. Other games that I am looking forward to, um, you know, Packers-Bears, good rivalry. Packers should win. Um, Chiefs and Texans should be really good. It should be a really good defensive battle. I'd like to see. There's been, again, a lot of talk on Twitter. I've, I've made I, I've made the list of some Chiefs fans, and I'm sorry that I dared question your quarterback. You will get over it. Alex Smith, I'm sure, is a fine human being, but he is not a man I would want to quarterback my team. Um, and he faces a juggernaut of a defense. Just J.J. Watt alone is scary. You know, in all those rest of those guys, and it's going to be interesting to see how he moves the ball down. I'm also interested to see Seahawks at the Rams. Um, I've been saying it through the preseason. The Rams are kind of my sleeper picks out there in the NFC West. I do, would not be surprised if they pull off the win there. And later that night, Giants at Cowboys. Um, if it were possible for both teams to lose, that would make my day, simply because they're divisional rivals, and I don't like either one of them. But if I have to pick one or the other, I'm going to go Giants, because Cowboys losing just makes me happy. And, 
you know, what can I say? I'm biased. But the game, of course, I'm looking forward to the most is Monday night. Eagles at the Falcons. That's right. My Eagles fly. Eagles fly. Taking on the birds of the South. Uh, you know, it's it's been interesting, this whole super fan experience, simply because there's been a lot of back and forth between me and Tim on Twitter. But it should be a lot of offense. Um, I'm really curious to see how Chip is using all of these new offensive weapons. I'm curious to see if the Falcons even have an offensive line. Um, that's that's going to be really interesting to see how Matt Ryan works. I am still in debate because I have Matt Ryan and Sam Bradford in a bunch of fantasy leagues. Which one I'm going to start? I don't know yet. So anyway... So that's my picks of the week. So this is how this is going to go. Um, you're going to hear first up from the one, the only, the Pod Vader, and he, we're going to do kind of a wrap up kind of interview between him and myself because he let me borrow these minions. Then we're going to go into the 49ers superfan Charlie answering a question from Galpal Nation, and then we go right into all of the craziness that is the super fans. So look forward, especially in the beginning, I've got some longer clips. There are a couple of interesting stories. First, Sam, the giant super fan, his preview is actually the shortest because he and I actually spent a lot of time talking about how to get his wife more involved in football. And also it was early in the season. And really, what did he have to talk about? Eli Manning. Ugh, I wouldn't want to talk about him either. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. He's kind of awesome. Um, so, but we talk about his wife. So I cut that out originally for the preview and I'm putting it back in this show. And then you're going to hear the wackiest story from Tim, the Falcons fan, on why he's a Falcons fan. And I'm just going to preface it by saying that what he did for his relationship should not go unnoticed by his girlfriend. My God, um, I would never do that in a million years just crazy. And I would love to hear your thoughts about it. Again, you can reach me on Twitter at SportsGalPal. And of course, you can send me an email at Ramona at SportsGalPal. Anyway, enjoy the show. Good luck to all your teams, unless you're the Falcons or Notre Dame, then, or whoever's playing Virginia Tech. Go who's Fly Eagles Fly. All right, gals and pals, I cannot end this great experiment of Pod Vader letting me borrow his minions without bringing on the man, the myth, the legend, the Pod Vader himself to talk about it. So Pod Vader, welcome back to Sports Gal Pal. Thank you. I wish they were really my minions because I'd get so much more done. It's not even funny. I think now they're technically my minions. I mean, they've been great to work with. I will say they, uh, there's definitely amount of mind control going on here. Um, you've been a guest on one of our recap shows during this process. Uh, they do mention you quite a bit in our Slack conversations. Um, it's almost as if you've become the 34th, uh, super fan. Uh, yeah. They've offered, um, I've heard offerings of allowing me in the Slack group. I said, no, thank you. Um, cause that seems a really scary, dark place <laughs> from what I've heard bits and pieces of it coming out. Um, and I've been on two recaps. Um, so I've been on one recap and oh then my. one preview. Yeah. No, I've been on two. So yeah. See things you don't even Ready, know. Now about the, yeah. You're now the, uh, the, the most frequent guest, uh, on next fan up, which is, uh, that has to change immediately. Uh, by the way, <laughs> for all those that don't know what we're talking about with Slack, Slack is a great program, which I highly recommend uh, other offices to use. It's a, it, basically think of it as Skype, a sort of a message board, uh, but it 
there's a great way to curate all your conversations. Uh, they are not paying me for this endorsement. I'm simply giving you a freebie here, Slack, because we are using your product and we enjoy it. Yeah, I, I do enjoy the Slack in my real life grown up job. Um, it is very helpful. So I would gladly take money from Slack for saying that. So you can send the money to me. Podvader doesn't need any money because he has minions. Though, again, they could be my minions. But let's talk about that. You know, I think they did a great job. They came on. They were polite. Some of them were a little apprehensive. So once the first couple went on, then they all started scheduling. Um, but I got to tell you, the Jags guy, he was, um, Ryan was number one. He was first up, had no problem, no fear. He went right in there. So, you know, he's well, got the Jaguars have nothing to lose. So. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, so I, um, all of them except for one super fan actually made an appearance. So I had to borrow another super fan to you to do his team. And that was the Redskin guy, but I really wouldn't want to talk about Redskin football anyway. So I don't blame him. Um, and Sitko did a great job. So he's now been the most frequent guest on sports gal pal. You got um, Drew Brooks so on your show. I did get Drew Brooks on my show. Cause Impressive. I'm awesome. I know. Yeah, I know Drew he was Brooks super nice bad. too. Now, this is not this is not the uh, this is not the app that we're using to have conversations. But Drew Brooks is slacking on his superfan duties. So, well, he does have a really busy day job. So he uh, he does he does. So he may not be the best superfan, but he is very yeah. impassioned about the Arizona Cardinals. He is definitely passionate about his Arizona Cardinals, and all of them were. I mean, there was no guy that was, you know, not passionate and didn't know their stuff. So I think you've got a really good crew there. You know, if you can keep them in line, it's like herding cats. You know, if you can get just a few of them in line, the rest may follow. Well, that's the interesting part about uh, the whole super fan experiment is that we know that there are impassioned fans out there that know a lot about football, maybe even more than what the typical talking head would know. And uh, that's why we have them on next fan up is because they are the ones that know their team the best. That's it's by the fan for the fan because the fans know their teams the best. Now, some of them may be um, a little more homery than others, uh, but they will all cite different articles, different uh, statistics. Uh, they, do their research inside and out. And some of them are such huge football fans. They'll know more about other teams. They, they get deep into college football. College football kicked off this past weekend, which was phenomenal. Uh, by the way, uh, for those of you who are listening to this show because you're trying to learn what makes sports fans tick, uh, just know there is not a Sunday from here until Valentine's Day that won't feature professional football. Sorry. It, no, it's exciting. No, no, there's no apologies. Galpa Nation will get over it. Galpa Nation is so ready for football, so ready for professional football, particularly this gal pal, because her college team is terrible. So we're so, so ready. And and that was the fun thing about the super fans is that I kept mentioning throughout all my interviews, my college team and telling them about players that were drafted and different things. So I think, that they, I think overall they were impressed by me. I was a little nervous, like, and I think they were nervous, like, who's this chick? Why does she want to talk to us? And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, wait, she's kind of cool. All right, we'll talk about football. And they loved it. Like they claimed I was more organized than you because I actually gave them talking points, um, which is not true. I just, you know, it was easy, you know. No, and then, you're probably more organized than I am. I, I am not the most organized person in the world. 
Well, it's okay. And um, no, I think it was a good overall experiment. So, um, you know, again, but this I, I will mention. Um, so you're the one that kind of caused the Flirtgate scandal. Um, I've received several emails about it. I've had to have several conversations with my husband about Flirtgate and mm. calm him down. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, listen, it's it's not my fault. Uh, I, I, bl- I place the blame solely on you. Uh, and picking favorites out of the bunch. Uh, and then I know uh, Tim, our Falcon super fan, has gotten uh, much more involved with the Sports Gal Pal show. Uh, the, the, the amount of back and forth on Twitter between you and the other super fans has been uh, outstanding. I know our Dolphin super fan, Ron, who's now our official uh, Twitter handler at NFU Podcast. Uh, I know that he's getting involved, and uh, it's just it, the amount of 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 hmm, I'll just say relationship building going on between the uh, super fans and you has just been uh, well. It's been nice to see, frankly, and and calling it Flirtgate was perhaps uh, a misnomer. Well, I think again, you know, if this is what flirting is, then women, I'm going, this is easy. Just, just find out your guys or the guy that you like's favorite team and start talking about their depth, you know, levels and, you know, are they deep enough in certain positions? And all of a sudden guys are going to be like, whoa, who is this person? Seriously, it's so easy. Like men, you know, really sports, snacks and some other stuff and you keep them happy. I mean, it's not hard. And of course, if you want to take it into an inappropriate place and call it flirt gate and talk about, uh, depth at certain levels. I mean, <laughs> ew. Just went right into that. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, Tim's gonna love that one because Tim would have said the same thing as you. I think secretly you like Tim more than me because you keep calling his team the Atlanta Falcons your boyfriends. You bring him up a lot in the podcast when he's not there. You know, I'm just saying, Pod. They are my boyfriends. I love the Atlanta Falcons this year. I see a, a good year coming for them. Unfortunately, I do not have them making the playoffs. You can hear that on uh, last Thursday's uh, Next Fan Up podcast, uh, where I gave my uh, season predictions for win totals for every team in the NFL. I love the Falcons. I thought they were going to be much better in that division uh, than... Well, before I did the project, I thought they were going to win the division. But after I did the project, turns out I'm a little high on the Saints. I don't know why I love the Saints so much this year, but apparently the Saints are my true boyfriends of the year. Um, Maybe it's because you drafted Mark Ingram in the um, Blah Talk Radio Fantasy League. It, it could be. It could be that I've got all my hopes and dreams resting on that one running back. Are you ever going to let me borrow the super fans again for my own evil purposes? You have their contact information. You can reach out to them whenever you want. Feel this free. Is tr- this is true. They do adore me. You know, or, I don't know. After hearing this best once of episode, again, they may see, not anymore. Once again, now they adore you. Can you reach out to them? I mean, this is what leads to Flirtgate. Look, it's okay. I have like 31 because, again, the Redskin guy didn't show up. So he is not part of, unfortunately, Galpon Nation until he decides to come on the show and take the lickens that he needs to from, you know, this gal pal about his god-awful Redskins. Then Honestly, the Redskins guy, I don't know if he's shown up on Next Fan Up either. So 
Well, you may need a new Redskin fan. So, okay, we're looking for a Cardinals guy. We're looking for a Red... Well, yeah, you probably don't need one this year. But next year you might because they'll probably get a new coach and a new quarterback and a new everything because that's what the Redskins do. It's fun to watch. So, again, it is Podvader. So, Podvader... Thanks for coming on. Thanks for letting me, you know, steal your minions. Um, they are a great group of guys. It's a great, it's one of my favorite podcasts. I'm not saying that because Podvader is my podcasting mentor, but really it, it is an awesome podcast because again, I love that it's all about the fans talking about football. And I love this fan battles. I can't wait to hear some of those. They're going to be hilarious and awesome. Oh, we had our first one recorded for our, our Thursday podcast. It's the Rookie Bowl the Tennessee Titans versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those super fans have already gone head to head. Uh, so I can't wait to debut that Thursday. Oh my gosh. And it's the, and it's two of the Brits, two of the three Brits. That's exciting. Or Australians, depending on who you ask. That's so exciting. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's exciting. And then I heard that it's going to be Tim and Sicko because Eagles Falcons. So I'm like, Hmm. And then, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what you guys pick. And then you got poor Ryan, the Jags guy who is a really great person on your podcast, but he has a team that probably won't have any big matchups. So how are you guys going to include everybody? Or is it just really the best games that week? No, everyone will have an opportunity to participate. We, we will probably end up featuring uh, three to four super fettles every week. And, um, and then from there, we'll have other super fans join me as we did all during the preseason to go over all the other games uh, of the week. Uh, and um, every week, those three top games, uh, I can tell you right now that the Sunday night football game will always be a prime game uh, basically because that's the way the NFL has scheduled it. And, um, you know, and then there'll be other times when other games will get featured. I mean, the Titans and the Buccaneers, I mean, the really the only reason why we're featuring that game this week is because of the rookies. There's, no, there's going to be probably no other time where the Buccaneers or Titans are going to end up in a prime showdown. I can't imagine this year. Well, plus we need to know who got the better deal, you know, out of which quarterback. Is it Winston? Is it Mariota? So far, I'm not liking either one personally, but, you know, again, I kind of wanted Mariota for the for the Eagles. So did Chip Kelly. Didn't happen. Oh, well, we move they're on. Rookies. They're rookies. Peyton Manning had a bad rookie year. You know, Tom Brady Andrew didn't Luck, even play his rookie Andrew year. Andrew Luck didn't have a bad rookie year. Well, Andrew Luck is, you know, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Pop Vader. All right. Tell you when he's not going to be lucky. Week five. Oh, all right. Let's circle, let's talk about that. By the way, the calendar. Week Patrick, five. Pa- Patrick was probably the Patrick, the Patriot superfan was probably the most polite of all the superfans. He was very cordial, very nice, and it's funny because all the other superfans warned me about him. Like they they knew when he was coming on, and I kept getting emails. Tell us if he's mean to you. And I'm like, he's not going to be mean to me. And he wasn't. It was an intelligent, grown-up conversation about Deflategate, about the state of the NFL. And he made some very good points that, you know, Roger Goodell is an awful person. So, you know, I I, I couldn't argue with that. I, I had no argument against it because really he's not good at his job, as we've seen from this whole fiasco this summer. So, you know, I just, and this is coming from Philadelphia Eagles fans. So, you know, if I'm saying it, then, you know, it's true. So, but he was well, very good. And, yeah. And see, that was ultimately what Patrick and I were trying to get across. It wasn't so much whether the Patriots did or did not 
inflate or deflate footballs. Although I think any, you know, human being with any sort of common sense could realize that was not the case going on. But rather, the NFL had a predetermined judgment. They had prejudice. They set forth an investigation to make it, to find facts that could make their story work, and then created this whole false around this whole thing. Ultimately, it was a minor infraction, infraction that they could have just slapped a quick fine on the team and moved on, and it would never have become what it ended up becoming. They spent millions of dollars to ultimately have Roger Goodell and a other of his minions, real minions, get marched right out of office because they're idiots and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you because I just thought it was very convenient that all of a sudden four-game suspension and, oops, look, that first game back is the Colts-Patriots. I'm going, come on, really? Really? The WWE couldn't have written a better script. I mean, that's exactly what it felt like to me. Well, the other thing I can tell you is Pittsburgh, I'm sorry for what's going to happen Thursday evening. And the Colts, I'm not sorry. You've you've jumped to the number one hated list. It used to be Jets. I mean, the Jets will always be there. They're pretty close. But, uh, yeah, guess what, Colts Nation? We hate you here in New England, and we'll hate you forever. And you're going to get what's coming to you week five. Okay. Wow. All right. That's, I think that was a little dramatic. Um, Okay. (laughs) I have nothing else to say. Again, it's Pod Vader. I adore him. But again, I'm paid to say that. Kidding. I'm not paid anything. Kidding too. There's lots of great monetization ways here at Blog Talk Radio. Um, again, you can follow Pod Vader um, on Twitter at the Real Pod Vader. Don't fall for any of those impersonators because we're not sure where they came from. And again, listen to the guys on Next Fan Up. It's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Next Fan Up. They are on Thursdays and Sundays. Thursdays they are gearing up, ready for the big weekend of games. And then Sunday it's all about the recap. And again, it's true fans, real perspective. They've been great to work with. Um, and again, I hope to somehow have a project where i can get them back on the show pod vader so again thanks for letting me borrow them you're welcome all right gals and pals now normally on my thursday shows i do not answer questions from my audience just because i like to keep them shorter but this is the best of the super fans episode and when you get a question from a member of gal Paw nation that directly addresses one of the super fans well i have to bring that super fan on and it is the 49er super fan charlie charlie welcome back to sports gal pal Hello, hello. How's it going? Glad to be back. Yeah, let's point out that you are the only super fan that someone asked a question about and wanted them to come back onto the podcast. Yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, the question that was asked, though, was the question that a lot of people asked me in, in personal situations. So um, great question, by the way. It is. So let me go through it. So I got a question from, um, his says his name is Action, um, but it's at L underscore Jackson um, 1012. And he um, tweeted at me, hey, at Sports Gal Pug, can you do another breakdown of the 49ers 53-man roster and the O-line depth? Also projected wins for the 2015 season. And he also put love your podcast. Well, thank you so much. I love you too. And I brought Charlie on to go over all of that. So let's go through that 53-man roster. The rosters are out. And how do you think the guys are looking? 
Well, um, it was definitely a big surprise to see Darnell Dockett not make the the 53-man roster, the the defensive end uh, that that came over from Arizona um, and was really a very good pass rusher. So with the Niners losing so many of their uh, pass rushing threats, that was a big surprise to me. That's that's my first, you know, big noticeable cut there. Um, looks like the team wants to go young. They they actually, contrary to a lot of people's belief, um, the Niners are very very strong at defensive line. Um, when we lost Justin Smith last year, a lot of people thought that that was just going to be a huge hole for us. Well. The Niners have been drafting for Justin Smith to be gone the last three off seasons. So with guys like Quentin Dial, who are going, who is going to come in and actually start, um, you know, for that for the Niners defense, then former first round pick of the Kansas City Chiefs, Glenn Dorsey, um, who has been playing a nose tackle position along with Ian Williams, um, undrafted uh, guy about three years ago. But uh, they're going to move Glenn Dorsey over to over to left end, and then they're going to have Ian Williams shore up the nose tackle position because the Niners play a three-four uh, defense, so three down linemen, four uh, outside line or four linebackers, I should say. So um, you really, you know, along with Eric Armstead being our uh, our first round pick this year, and then um, Tate Carradine uh, coming in as as kind of that younger, cheaper pass rush specialist uh, with Darnell Dockett. Um, you know, being departed, that's kind of the guy who's taking his place, is Tank Carradine. Um, and then a lot of people who, anyone who watched Niners uh, preseason had to notice Mike Purcell. And he's the he's the number 64 uh, nose tackle for the 49ers that, um, you know, the first, I believe the first preseason game against uh, Houston, uh, because Mike Purcell has this really long, almost like Troy Polamalu type hair coming out of the back of his helmet, it covered his last name. So the Houston announcers, who if you watch NFL Network, it's the local team's announcers that do it rather than a professional, you know, national crew. Um, well, they kept on calling him some other name. So Mike Purcell has definitely made a name for himself, has made the 53-man roster after being on the practice squad last year. And honestly, um, D-line is one of our positions that we're extremely uh, deep at and then you know back over to the the uh, question um, O-line <clears throat> Niners uh, looked really really bad on the offensive line and in fact uh, we were talking about it with the rest of the super fans the entire NFC West the entire offensive line group of, of uh, you know the Rams being very young um, the Seahawks are, are not looking good after trading away Max Unger and then uh, Arizona tried to shore up their line with Michael Potty, and he's gone now too. So really, all four teams look horrible at offensive line. But um, getting into the Niners, of course, they have their uh, they're probably a top two, top three left tackle in the entire uh, NFL, and Joe Staley, who's just going to be you know Mister Reliable, Mister Steady. And then they uh, they took Alex Boone, who played right guard last year. A lot of people might remember. Um, and I'm moving him over to left guard. So um, he's going to be there next to next to Staley. And then one of the new things that came out uh, between the third and the fourth preseason is, or preseason game, I should say, is Marcus Martin is now going to start at center, um, whereas they had Joe Looney, who was starting uh, in previous games, um, and he actually got cut. So Martin won the job over him. And then uh, Jordan Devy, 
who the Niners actually traded with the New England Patriots. Um, he was a, a left guard and a, and a right tackle with them. And then also, uh, you know, came in and played uh, six, six offensive linemen. So in heavy sets, goal line kind of has that tight end. Um, but uh, they're having him start at right guard. Um, and then uh, they're also going to have uh, Eric Pierce, who they brought over from Buffalo to play right tackle. Now, I am extremely scared of the right side of this offensive line. A lot of unproven guys. Eric Pierce looked absolutely dreadful versus uh, Denver. But, I mean, then again, Vaughn Miller and uh, uh, DeMarcus Ware, a lot of guys do. But, um, you know, we, we took several sacks in the preseason of our, of our franchise quarterback, and you just can't have that. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't look good going into week one. Um, it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of question marks about it. But um, we did make a trade with uh, oh god, who did we trade with for Nick uh, Nick Easton? Sorry, the Ravens. We traded uh, we traded with the Ravens with Nick Easton, who'd had the uh, um, one of the best uh, run blocking scores according to PFF of the entire preseason. Um, so I could I could see him making a surprise. Uh, a surprise appearance there at right guard for the first game of the season against the Vikings. But, you know, we'll see. Um, one of the things I thought on top of that that was, that was very, very interesting is to the active roster, the Niners kept nine offensive linemen. Typically, you would see maybe seven, eight at the most. But it's very interesting we kept nine. It, it really makes me think that, uh, that you know, the starting five uh, offensive linemen that I just named off um, – are not set at all because uh, the Niners seem to throw a lot of bodies at positions when they're, when they're not sure if it's going to work or not. So um, they keep a lot of guys on the roster in order to kind of move them in and out throughout the game. So I could, I could see, you know, this not being a very, uh, a very set unit, but you know, might be good because we have that depth, but bad because we're not building any offensive line continuity. Um, You know, if you watch a, a, a football game, you watch the center, will uh will call out certain calls on on where to move the protection to protect the quarterback depending on the play and depending on the look that the the defensive line is giving him and if if all these players aren't communicating well or aren't gelling well or have a lot of continuity there's a lot of mistakes that can happen that that uh can really you know give a free rusher to Colin Kaepernick and then all of a sudden we have the Blaine Gabbard show that's, so, that's a lot. <laughs> My God. That is. Yeah, because we just scheduled, we just did your preview, what, like a week and a half ago when, when you and I sat down to talk. So, you know, but that just shows you the NFL that, you know, any day <laughs> your team can completely change and yours has gone through a big metamorphosis just within the last two weeks. It's incredible to watch. Oh, absolutely. Um, it is. And, you know, when we look at the kind of switching back over to the D-line, um, one of the things I thought that was very interesting compared to a lot of NFL squads is we kept we also kept five safeties. So um, the Niners are going to take a page out of Todd Bowles' book, um, who, if you remember, was the defensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals last year, now the head coach in New York uh, there for the Jets. Um, but he, he would play uh, four uh, or three or four safety looks. So he would have a safety come in and play nickel corner. And then he was bringing down uh, Dion Buchanan, um, who's a, a strong safety out of Washington State. Um, they, he was bringing him down to play like a, a linebacker role. 
So they're going to put Jawaski Tart in that exact same role. They're going to put Jimmy Jimmy Ward on uh, on the nickel corner, and then they're going to have Eric Reed and Antoine Bethea, who uh, were, were a great safety duo last year. But they're going to do that to help to make up for some of that loss in uh, middle linebacker depth. So they no longer have Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman, who can who are extremely athletic and able to cover tight ends underneath and help those DVs. Well, they're going to, they're going to do it now with putting more defensive backs on the field. So um, I can't wait to see that week one. And um, if we're able to stop the run in that set. Yeah, definitely. Especially as you're facing, you know, arguably one of the greatest running backs of all time, Adrian Peterson, Um, you know, looking at upcoming games. So on the last Next Fan Up podcast that Podvader was on, he did his NFL predictions. And while he did admit that he is no, not an expert at previewing games per se, like the whole season, he did say that. He said that your guys would only win one game this season. And I, and he thought that the Washington Redskins of all things would have a better season than you guys. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm pretty sure you don't either, but am I wrong? Oh man. I mean, when he, when he said, listen, I'm not an expert at this. I just had to continue to say that over and over again in my head. He's not an expert. He's not an expert because Number one overall, really, the talent that is on this roster is so much better than that. I would be shocked if they had less than five wins this season. Absolutely shocked. And then, you know, in a situation like that, the only way it could happen is if is if Cap is, is hurt and Gabbert's playing. But even then, I think Gabbert by himself could get us more than, to more than five, uh, five wins. Um, look what Alex Smith did, you know. Um, and Gabbert honestly reminds me of Smith. So um, anyway, going back into what Pod Vader said, he had three teams going fourteen and two. You know, I really was uh, was wondering when the last time that happened. Um, it hasn't. That's what it has not happened. Three teams have never gone fourteen and two. Um, so <laughs> I honestly, if if it were to happen and Pod Vader were to be right and the Redskins were going to have one more win than the 49ers, it would be literally NFL history. It's not going to happen, Pod. Nice try. I gave you your victory lap when Tom Brady got uh, got exonerated, but he did it, and he just got off on a technicality just like OJ, bro. And your, oh, no. your game, <laughs> your, oh, your game predictions are crap. Excuse my language, Gal Foundation, but absolutely this utter feces. This, this um this um episode will have the e on it because um again it's a lot of the outtakes and it's it's mainly me. I actually have a really bad mouth, believe it or not. I keep, I clean it up for the show, but this is one episode that the tiny humans won't be allowed to listen to. <laughs> wow. So so you didn't have any strong opinions about Pod Vader or his so-called predictions, did you, Charlie? Oh no, I was I was very fired up. Like I said, I had to continue to say he's he's just guessing here. He's just guessing here. He has no idea, and I, it still got me fired up. <laughs> All right, well, well, since, well, since you're fired up, I'll go ahead and say this. I got a couple of different reactions from several of the super fans when it was announced that you were going to be coming back on because we had this question from again um, a great member of Galpal Nation. Um, there were a few who um, were not very happy about it, I'll be honest, um, particularly Tim, um, Sicko, even English Simon. So do you have anything to say to the super fans? Because we didn't make this up. I had no idea who 
who this man is. It was awfully nice of him. And this is what we want. We want our fans to ask us these questions. So I don't get why they're upset. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we just had a, a great, um, sounds like a 49er fan, uh, Gal Pal Nation, reach out because, you know, greatness recognizes greatness. So I get it. I mean, you know, why would you want to go somewhere when you don't have, what, any Super Bowls? Let me think. What was it? English Simon, Bengals, they don't have any. Philly, yeah. I'm sorry. It's um, okay. Well, it was Tim. Was Atlanta. Atlanta. Tim? Oh, they don't. Yeah, they don't have any. Okay. So, yeah, just wanted to go somewhere where there's a Super Bowl trophy or two. I'm gonna let you slide on that because it's your it's, it's your <laughs> But we might get one this year. You never know. <laughs> I uh, hope so. Actually, if we don't, if we don't, um, I hope I hope the Colts do because I really hope Frank Gore wins something. And if he would have went to you guys, and I know he did it last second, he went away uh, to Indy. But if he would have went to you guys, I'd have been I'd have been pulling for you guys all throughout the playoffs if we don't make it. So the Colts, mm-hmm. no. No, no mm-hmm. Colts. Only Eagles. Only Eagles can <laughs> Super Bowls this year. All right, Charlie. If Galpal Nation has any more questions about the 49ers, where should they go? Please reach out to me on Twitter at the Charlie Smith. That's T-H-E-C-H-A-R-L-Y Smith. This is true. You can also hear him on Next Fan Up. It's Next Fan Up. Um, uh, it's on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Next Fan Up. And again, Galpan Nation, if you have these questions, large or small, you know, normally I feel questions like, how do I get my husband to stop watching as much football? And then I usually give the answers of, but why would you want him to stop watching football? Because football is fun. So you aren't going to get those kind of responses from me. Sorry, ladies. Um, but it was great. And again, lots of confidence. So again, thank you to Action Jackson. That's what I'm going to call you for uh, sending in the question. And if you got a question for me or any of the super fans, you can reach out to me at SportsGalPal on Twitter. And trust me, I live there because um, I had a Kansas City fan go after me about my comments about Alex Smith. I was like, oh, my. Um, so it's been a fun week here <laughs> in Galpal Nation. What can I say? So, Charlie, um, I know you got to go because you got to get ready for the um, boys. Fan- Are you drafting tonight in the next fan up um, fantasy league? I am not. I'm in like four of them already. I can't be in anymore. <laughs> now, I, I saw a lineup. Some of my favorite super fans are in there. I'm a little disappointed you're not going to be there. Oh, well, I guess I'll root for Mark. Um, I got I to gotta be nice to him now because, you know, I kind of gushed over you a little bit on Twitter, and I just want to make sure he's okay. Mark, you're still my favorite because you're the Eagles fan, and you're the smartest one. Um, but maybe, Mark, you did such a good job on your podcast that people didn't have any questions, or we just know that we're so awesome. What can I say? And the other guys, well... I don't know what to say about the matter. Anyway, it is Charlie. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. How old is your daughter, by the way? Two years old. Oh, my gosh. Almost two years. Sorry. Almost two years. Oh, my gosh. That's such a good age. Oh, is she a daddy's girl? Uh, She is. She is. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy that. Uh, my daughter is seven, still <laughs> a daddy's girl, but in a couple of years, it will shift. And it will be ugly for both of them. So I'm just kind of holding my breath and waiting. So just enjoy the tiny humans while you can still legally tie them up to things and no one questions it. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. No, no, I'm not kidding. Because, you know, once they're (laughs) loose, it's like, God almighty. Wait a minute. You gave up being a Pittsburgh Steeler to become a Falcons fan for a woman? Not necessarily for a woman. Yeah, kind of. Let's preface, 
when I moved away from my family to go to college, everyone around me was a Falcons fan. So I, I started watching the Falcons games, but I was still a Steelers fan. Like, I have the Ben Roethlisberger jersey. I have a Ryan Clark jersey. I've got the Paul Amalu. You know, I've, I've got the Jack Lambert. You know, like, I go back Steelers. I, I have a terrible towel in my apartment right now that's next to my Devin Hester Falcons jersey. Like, it's still like a thing where I'm a little torn. It's hard to give up that many rings. But it's one of those things where you feel like you've met the right person. You'll make a couple sacrifices. And, you know, when I decided to make the switch, it was a few years ago and the Falcons were good. And then they went to hell and the Steelers look amazing again. So I'm a little torn, but I've made a commitment to stick with the Falcons and I'm going to. But at the same time, it is so hard because the Steelers are amazing. And then when the, when Pittsburgh was in Atlanta last year, my whole family was there, and they're in our row, and they're just giving me hell because the Steelers are just whooping that ass. Ugh. Can I swear on this? Yeah, you I, can swear. I, it's okay. Go ahead. Okay. I didn't say anything really bad. But, yeah, I'm, they're just sitting there, and they're just, like, laughing at me. And I'm, I'm so angry because I'm, like, I'm yelling for pass interference, and I'm yelling for personal fouls against the Steelers because now that I'm not a fan, I realize how dirty of a team they are, and I feel bad for Seattle for the time that we beat them in the Super Bowl and we shouldn't have because of the BS call by the ref. Uh, like, it's so frustrating because now I'm just like, yay, Falcons, but you're bad sometimes. And then my family's over there having a great time because the Steelers are 12-4 and four or some nonsense. And, yeah, it, it's, it's incredibly difficult. But, you know, I, I don't watch them anymore if I can help it. And, you know, I, I focus completely on the Falcons because that's the team I have to go with because that's the commitment I've made. You know, my girlfriend gives me a hard time because we're not engaged, and she's like, you haven't shown me a commitment. And I'm just like, well, do you want to get a joint bank account or do you want me to just remind you that I left my five Super Bowl rings for your damn Falcons? That's and commitment. It, wow. That's that. Wow, Tim. That that's deep. And then, and then at that, like we spend thousands of dollars a year on season tickets. By the way, guys, it's way better on TV. Don't buy season tickets in the Georgia Dome. It's garbage. Uh, and like, I spend all this money, and then we go and they lose, and I'm, I'm okay. It'll be How's okay. your fit? All right, what, what's your Fitbit say now? Uh, eighty-four. So lift yeah. Now you are newly married, yes? Yes. How's that going? It's great. You know, I highly recommend it to everybody out there. It's a good choice. What, to marry That's your like wife to- or, or just marriage no, in general? Just to be married in general. I tell all my friends, I'm like, you're missing out. Like, this is great. And yeah, they're, all no, looking I, like they're all looking I, at me like I'm crazy, but I, I love like being it. married. Yeah, it's yeah. great because, you know, really think about it. You save so much more money because you're not out there in the dating scene. Dating is like exhausting. Dating's you know? exhausting, and missing people is exhausting. I know that that sounds a little soft for a football fan, but over time, it gets frustrating to miss somebody. It's nice to come home to a spouse every day. Yeah. Now, is she into football? No. She doesn't understand. <laughs> How long did you guys date before you got married? We've been dating since – we've been dating seven years before we got married. Good High God. High school sweethearts. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Aw. You might be so, my favorite super fan now. That's so cute. Yeah. We've been dating since we met on a summer program going into 11th grade. That's, oh, that just, that's so, but she, she, so she's known you are a Giants crazy guy. Like, are you just a general sports fan or just, just football? I'm a general sports fan, but when you're in high school and like in college and Sunday is a day where 
you're both free a lot, it's kind of hard to explain that you need to be done hanging up by 1 p.m. <laughs> yeah, so you want some tips and some advice of, of oh, ways to maybe get her involved in the game? I would love some advice. Okay. You know Football is a very hard sport to get into. If you There's like a lot going on, and it's very complicated for, for people who've never watched before. It is true. So this is this is my first piece of advice. Number one, find relatable stories that she can get into. So has she ever been interested in like the Olympics when they come on and she'll watch that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Like that, yeah, makes sense. Okay. Go so on. the reason why is that because we develop relationships with those athletes. So all the stories about behind how much they train and the stories of the games themselves, that brings a lot of women, female fans in. Female fans are very story-driven. We like to know about the players and their mamas. So if you start getting her talking about Victor Cruz and his mom and why he salsas when he, you know, makes a touchdown, she may be more into it. Or show her the Manning um, family um, documentary that ESPN did. That was excellent. You know, and so she gets to know a little bit about Eli and why he's why he really is, you know, I think a good quality quarterback. Um, I would start there. Then maybe, if you can handle it, See if she'll play fantasy football. That's one of the best ways to get women to just like general football. And that's how I really got started. So when I realized I was getting really serious with my now husband, he's the kind of guy that will watch anything as long as it involves a, a puck or a car or a broomstick. You know, he'll watch it if it's an athletic competition. And so I realized I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be a sports widow. So I brought into myself to learn about sports and to read and to grow and and it took time but really was playing fantasy sports that finally went oh I don't necessarily just want to watch the Eagles I I need to watch these other guys here because I've got these players and need these points and so it becomes a game so that could be something too yeah I've tried explaining to her fantasy and she doesn't understand it's it's one of our more it's I go oh these are my fantasy players she's like how did you get them and I'm like, I picked them. She's like, why'd you pick the best ones? I'm like, because I just know more than my friends. So she's, <laughs> she's, she's like, why are you winning? I'm like, because I'm, I'm better than them. She's like, what does it mean for me? I'm like, I can buy you things. She's like, okay, I'm down with well, fantasy. Th- well, there you go. There you go. You know, I mean, and she may never be into it, but, you know, the other thing is, is that take a look at the schedule for yourself and decide which Sundays, if there are any, I know this is going to be really painful for you. Are there any cupcake teams where you maybe skip it, give her a free Sunday, you know? Yeah. Or when you know the Giants, we have some some primetime games, which is nice because that gives me the whole day. Or it's like a Thursday night, which is Thursday night games are, are really my favorite to watch. Although they're the crappiest in quality, really, you don't have to make, you have to make excuses for them because you know Thursday night you're just around or you're out, and the game's always on. I never watch the Thursday night games because they're usually so so bad. They're so bad. Oh, my God. They're so they're, bad. They're, just, they're almost like a waste of football. I'm like, it's like watching preseason football. I mean, I watch preseason. I just, I, I love it football. Too. I love football. I watch it, too, but I'm just going, it's like preseason yeah. football. If, oh, if you, no, don't, yeah, if you miss bad. it, it's okay. If you yes, miss if it, you it's miss, okay. Yeah, exactly. That's how I, it's, if you miss it, it's okay. But if your team's playing, it's nice to get your team out of the way. And then, you know, have Sunday to either hang out or just focus on not being upset if your team loses. Now, are you just focusing on, um, co- are you a college football fan as well, or are you just a pro guy? Um, I'm, I follow, co- I don't watch college football. It's just uh, the quality of the games aren't very good to me. I don't know why. 
I just I can't I can't get into it until it's the playoffs or the bowl games. I watch at the end of the season, and like I'll, I have teams that I would I would like to win, but I don't really follow it. Yeah, so and you know what you need to remind her of that because a lot yeah. of guys like my husband likes both college football and pro football, so it's it's an entire weekend event in our house. Yeah. So. You know, and that's okay. So you guys got to come up with a compromise. That's that's the basic thing. But you know, if you give her reasons to follow the game, even it's just the Giants, where maybe if um, ESPN does those great outside the line, E60, Hannah Storm has these face to face shows that are more kind of topical. If there are some that are based about the New York Giants, you know, do that. If nothing else, talk about you know the Mara family and the fact that if she watches House of Cards, you know the girl who plays Chloe is related to them. You know, whatever it takes together, or have her watch Regis and Michael. And look, Michael Strahan was a giant. You know, exactly. Yeah, Just, I, I, I'm trying. It's it's it's, it's a full core press here for mixing mixing sport metaphors. It's she's she's okay with me watching it, and she's okay sitting next to me. But there's just that block where she can't get into it. I don't know what it is, but we're gonna we're gonna work hard this season. Have you? Sure. Has she ever been to a live game? No, I'm planning on going this season. But live games are so tricky, especially in New York, because you got to go early in the season, or else it's gonna be bitterly cold. Hmm. It's a quandary. It's a quandary. I would love an update um, to see how your progress is going in turning her into a football fan, or at least a tolerable person where she lets you watch it in peace. Yeah, I mean, that's all. I just want to watch. I like, you know, Sunday is between 1 and 12 p.m. I should be able to just sit in front of my TV with my computer and watch a bunch of grown men try to hit each other as hard as they can. That's all I ask for. It seems perfectly reasonable to me. Okay. But one of the things you wrote, and I think it's hilarious, is that you have forced your wife to learn about the Steelers. How is that going? It's gone um, It's gone great, actually. I mean, it wasn't too hard to force her to follow the team when they're doing well, as in she's from Western Pennsylvania like I am. We happen to live now in Cleveland um, because of her careers and whatnot. But she's been a great – I mean, she was born into a – household and family that love the Steelers already. So it wasn't hard to get her fandom towards the Steelers, but I'm a little bit crazy when it comes to the Steelers. I'm a little bit over the top where we watch every single play. We watch everything and her fandom. She tolerates me watching all the games. You know, we plan out our Sundays around the games and she's very good about incorporating everything for our lives that way. So (laughs) You know, there's some, there's the majority of, I would say 16 out of the 17 weeks, she's very happy to do it. <laughs> and there's a one week, like it's like week 10, they're playing the Browns and she's like, can't we just go do something on at one o'clock or <laughs> so, but yeah, he's, yeah. And that's, that's what I recommend to like my girlfriends who, you know, are like, oh, it's football season. I can't stand it. I'm like, look at the schedule and see which games are like ones that, you know, you can miss. Like, obviously, even though you live in Cleveland, you're like the Browns. Nah, I don't need to see it. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great give and take thing where you, you definitely recognize which games are important, which ones aren't. And uh, you try to make the, the calls that way. I mean, I, well, my- I'm sitting here making fun of your team and I can't even tell you who half the people on my offensive line are that's okay because they're all um, undrafted free agent rookie nonsense and i hate football ramona <laughs> do, you, do you want to abstain from football this year you just want to say no, no God, thank you i'm not a crazy person i tried to talk her into not getting season tickets this year because i was like look the last two times we got season tickets they've gone 10 and 22 the year before it's your fault it's your fault 12 and 4 it's her fault don't come it's at me like fault. it's my fault it's your yeah, fault of course it's her fault 
No, no. I handle all the day-to-day. Nothing's my fault. It's the big picture stuff that's her fault. And the big picture is them not making the playoffs. That's her oh. fault. Sure, there you go. So, again, it, this is our uh, – let me try that again. Boy, I'm going to have to edit a lot of this out. I was telling um, Sam before the broadcast, this is like my sixth interview today, and I think I've reached my limit of punch. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if boy. This tell is- me I wouldn't have known. You sound like you've just woken up and had your coffee. Oh, no, I'm just crazy. What can I say? You have to be, <laughs> you have to, be to trust Chip Kelly with your offense. Yeah, I said it. I'm not oh. optimistic. I'm very scared. Really? I think yes. he's great. Oh no! I think again, if he hadn't gotten Demarco Murray, I would still be like, "What in the world?" He got Demarco Murray. I calmed down, but the minute he started trading like Lashawn McCoy, and then Lashawn McCoy started talking, I was like, "What?" what? You don't like you, that's a great trade. I think everything. I don't think if we can talk about Chip Kelly real quick. Sure. I don't think the, the his sorry the accusations that come out that he's a racist. I think are unfounded. I think, oh, I think those a, are b- total bogus. I think he has an issue from what I've seen and what I've heard. I think he has an issue with players who like the spotlight. I think he likes having a system where you can plug and play anybody and the role is more important than the actual player executing the role. And I think the players he's traded have – you've seen them talk out about how they think they're such good players and they, and they seem more important than the role. And I think that's what he really has a problem with. Yeah, I could see that. All right. I feel a little better now. Thank you. I may calm down with my Chip well, Kelly. I mean, listen, Deshaun Jackson, he's 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 a hit or miss with a coach. You can't have a coach who's a control freak with him. No. LaShawn McCoy, you got rid of at the right time. I think Kiko Alonso is a better player. I think McCoy is slowing down. He's He's been hit so many times. So I, th- I think that's a good move. And Jeremy Macklin had one good season. He's injury prone. You can't tie up that much money in the NFL these days. So I, I love Chip Kelly. I think he's making all the right moves. And I think I think you guys are going to be good. I don't think – I don't think. There's reason to worry in Philly, except not that good though. Like you're gonna be okay. Yeah, I wish I wish we had a quarterback that didn't have glass knees. Oh, you, his name is Mark Sanchez. No, no. <laughs> I was talking about Bradford, and then yay, we have Tim Tim Tebow too. So fantastic. The savior. The, the, savior. the, the, the He signed a Bible today during training camp. Oh man, Tim Tebow, not- bless please. I I always refer to him as T- Tim Tebow. How would be his name? That's his full title. All right, I can go with that. Anyway, all right. <laughs> I, hope to- I hope he's starting for you guys. I I know you do. I know you do. See, he was being nice, and then he he puts that in. He's no longer my favorite fan. I'm very fickle. Explain to me in very basic language what the fuck is going on in your mind because I really oh, want to try out the Chip Kelly experience. That sounds like a Vegas show. Like it could be. Yeah. It's a good, uh, it's a good drug trip. It feels like where you just do whatever the hell you want and hope that everything works. And if not, eh, whatever. Uh, as we talked about, I am the Cowboys super van, and I will be throwing salt on Eagles, Giants, and Redskins fans year long. So you can tune in for that. Lord, this is going to be a long, long season. I'm actually playing fantasy football with Pod Vader in a couple weeks of a bunch of shows here on Blog Talk Radio. Any advice? Probably Adrian Peterson early. I'm a believer. Wanted him in Dallas. Didn't happen. But if you get it that extra second pick and Adrian Peterson sitting there, I'd have a hard time passing him up. I think he's in for a huge, huge season. So that yeah, would be my had, advice. Basically, he had a year off. It's kind of like the A-Rod thing. No one expected A-Rod to be so good this year. Well, he had an entire year off to rest and train. So what else is he going to be but awesome? Exactly. 
offensive coordinator is Norv Turner, who was offensive coordinator. When Emmett Smith was racking up all these yards, I like the parallel. Adrian Peterson is going to have a monster year. He's going to be fantastic. And I wouldn't be shocked to see Minnesota get to the playoffs and him be the MVP. I'll go that far. Okay, that's a little much. Slow your roll there, Brian. Slow your roll. Uh, Got to go big. Got to go big. <laughs> All right. Um, indulge me for a minute because I would like to talk about Jerry Rice. I know that he's retired, but I love the man. I share his last name. Um, I don't think we're related by marriage. Um, but still, can we just gush over him just just a second? Just, you know, because, again, like, did, did it get any better than those teams, you know, back in the day? I mean, Montana and then Steve Young and Jerry Rice. I mean, it was just ridiculous. It was, it was, Ridiculous. It was so much fun to watch. And Ricky Waters and uh, William Floyd, bar none. Uh, yeah, great, great teams back then. Um, we can always talk about Jerry Rice. That's that's my absolute favorite player. Um, he's the GOAT, and people don't just say he's the best wide receiver of all time. They say he's the best football player of all time. That's uh, that's that's high high praise, and so um, I agree with every every sentence of that. He is he is the best, and it was a pleasure watching him all throughout my childhood. Okay, I just need to get that out because if I have a forty nine fan in front of me, you got to talk about Jerry. I mean, I just don't see how you can avoid it. Of course, unless you're uh, like awful or hate football. Talented, um, he's better looking than Tom Brady, uh, so I'll go on record saying that he's got that going for him. Um, and uh, that's that's saying know, a lot. He throws a- it, it is saying a lot. It's also true. You should Google the guy. But, um, I don't know if you find any joy in sports, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm very afraid for you. Um, you will be on my prayer sheet. <laughs> you're I, a little I, like, I like the U.S. soccer team. Oh, wait, no, I don't, because I went to watch them play in Atlanta, and they lost oh, to Jamaica. What the hell? See, it's your fault. Yeah, I would agree. I disagree, though, about Patriots being America's team. I'm going to argue Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, if there's any other team besides you guys that have such a strong following in every corner of America, I find Pittsburgh Steelers fans everywhere. I just talked about this in my last episode of my podcast, and, and they they have whole bars for themselves in Italy. I found that they apparently have ice cream, too. They have, like, Blitzburg ice cream by Turkey Hill, and that's a thing. So you might be on to something. I, I do seem to find Steelers fans just kind of dotted throughout the landscape, um, occasionally Packers fans. But I think the teams that have the overwhelming abundance of just national fandom still are the Cowboys and the Patriots in that order, and it will forever be Cowboys number one. Yeah, I, I disagree with all that. Just, just all that on principle and just uh, research. Just no, 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 no. Ryan, I, I thought that was a great episode. Honestly, <laughs> you might be my new favorite super fan. You might beat English <laughs> Simon. You might Ooh. beat the Australian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is tough to beat for sure. You like, never know. Like most of this is just me being crazy. Like I feel like what you're going to do is you're going to cut this up. You're going to share it with Pod Vader and just be like, I can't believe you let this guy on Block Talk Radio. No, he's going to ask the raw audio, and he's going to use it for God knows whatever his evil purposes. Speaking of which, every I... every single time we have a show, at the end when he splices all the crazy stuff, it's always me. Whenever I'm on, and like it drives me crazy sometimes. I, most of the time, I just skip to the last two minutes and just see what he actually kept for me, so I can remember what awful thing I said. He's very yeah, crafty, I mean, that Jay Soderberg. Good at, yeah, he he knows what he's doing, and I say that because he put me on a podcast, so I appreciate it and just pretend it was a good idea. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good thing. <laughs> now now all my uh, 
bad mouthing of the other super fans is on tape, even though there wasn't That's, really any. No, you didn't say anything bad about anyway. You were really, really gracious yeah. and nice. I wouldn't have put that out there anyway. No, because again, I'm not trying. <laughs> again, I am an honored guest at Blog Talk Radio. I don't want gotcha. to screw that up. Yes, no, right. no. Again, I want I want Podbitter to keep liking me and get letting me have access to his minions. So, well, e- yeah. even though he's an entertaining and and good guy as well, you should just just rib on the uh, Jets fan, and you'll get into to Pod's Vader, Pod Vader's good side. Well, duh, but that's just too easy. No, right. no, no. I I, you get through Pod Vader through his wife, and his wife loves me. Right. And yeah, so I need a Reggie White. I need to start buying them when they retire, rather than when they're players. Because the minute I get a jersey, that's when they go away. So I don't want to buy a Demarco Murray jersey, and he'll wind up like hurt or something. It's my curse. My curse. No, so, yeah. I, you trust me. Your your jersey curse can't touch jersey curse. Because when I was younger, I just bought like players I loved. Yeah, Antoine Randall L. That Dave Carr. That <laughs> Antoine Randall L. I forgot about him. Dave Carr. Terrell Dave Davis Carr. host. Terrell I, Davis I is, some... is great. He's great. He was. He, I'm sorry. He was great He's... until I bought a jersey, and then <clears throat> there went his well, knee in his career. Don't buy the Sam um, Bradford jersey. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, that's a fantastic idea. Damn it. Hmm. So mean. Thank you so much. So mean. So much. So mean, Brian. I'll... So mean. That's worth the I'm 90 sure can, bucks, isn't it? Not, I'm sure I can find it for like nine. It won't be hard. All right. So um, we've gone over your schedule. We've gone over that. All right. Let's let's dive into something that we were talking about off air. Um, there apparently is a situation involving myself and another super fan that's become like an Ooh. issue. What is it being called? Uh, flirt Gazi. <laughs> flirt Gazi. Um, I've also heard the term flirt gate float around as well. So we know what kind of level we are. Um, what is your take on the whole? Cause you were kind of involved, not really, but you were, um, on a episode of, um, a Thursday episode of next fan up pod Vader, you were doing the jets Falcons preview and you were reading something and, and you said something about the super fan from Atlanta, Tim and pod Vader made the comment. Well, maybe if Tim, um, hadn't, wasn't flirting so much with the sports gal pal on Twitter, he would have gotten something done. And apparently that's caused drama amongst the super fans and myself. So I would really love to know your take on this and what is going on because I cannot see any of these messages. So I am at a complete disadvantage. Well, I, I think, I think Tim has to be uh, a little bit concerned with what's going on because what I hear he's, he's not as uh, I don't know how to say it vertically common as uh, some other people in the world that, that that might be interested in this situation so i would tell tim to just back off a bit if he if you know it for him uh but besides that i i can't really give you so much um i can't give you so much inside info i mean i'm not like you could probably talk to the patriots fans about this i'm sure they're they're all into the the spying situation and they, they know what's going on behind the scenes more than uh uh, us Jets fans, we know. Uh, probably so, but it was the Patriots um, mega super fan, the king of the super fans, Pod Vader, who caused all this drama in the first place. Um, and I've True. not confronted him yet. So really, I don't know who to trust anymore, Andrew. Um, so I am concerned that Gal Pal Nation... Got you got my back. How is is anybody... like? A t- but Gal Pal Nation is okay. We have problems with Tim. So it's Tim that's the problem, not Gal Pal Nation. That's <laughs> true. Uh, well... Uh, We'll find a way to deal with Tim. No, no. Tim is fine. I want to be very clear. Tim and I have had very general conversations about football, um, about his girlfriend, 
um, and how much he loves her. I mean, and that's just true. Um, and then my own fantasy draft issues, as I'm now dealing with a um, a Green Bay lineup that is without Jordy Nelson, who was my number one wide receiver in the Blog Talk Radio League against like Pod Vader and all these other people. So I'm very concerned about that situation. Other than that, I, I'm not really seeing where the flirting is. I don't know, guys. We're we're just. I, I think I think what what it is is just 32 guys on a Slack group, just just some lonely guys looking to start some uh some conversation. I mean, Ramona, you should join us. Maybe that'll make some uh some sparks will fly then because right now it just seems like everyone here is just looking for some something to talk about because it seems like nothing's going on. No, I'm good. I have my own podcast. It's okay. You guys, you can come on anytime you want to, Andrew, though, because you've been terrific. And again, I'm sure the Slack group is fine. As long as they're being respectful to me, you know, Tim can handle himself. Um, yeah. You know, Tim, Tim is, a, is a big guy, um, not as big as some other guys that I know personally, uh, as my husband, um, who's 6'7". And a giant, um, <laughs> not a giant. He's actually a Raiders fan. Um, but yeah, all right. That's very interesting, Andrew. The, uh, you know, what's what's fun is that boys are just as filled with drama as girls are. I think that's what we've learned from this whole experience. Yes. But, but the- I, def- I totally agree with you. Yeah. No, you guys hey, are. Hey, like- girls get a bad rap. Girls get a bad rap when, when, it, comes, when it comes to these things. Guys are, are just as dramatic. We just hold it in a bit more. Or we just be very, very, very passive about it on Slack as uh, Sitko could probably tell you about. <laughs> No, no. I had an official statement through Sitko as he is the um, Philadelphia Eagles fan. I feel like he should be my official spokesperson in that group, um, you know, which I think you would agree with. That's OK, um, unless you want to be. Um, we'd have to discuss terms. Um, but I, I did send a statement. I think I was very clear in my statement what was going on. And apparently people were mad that there wasn't flirting. So there's more drama with that. It's so good. Um, you know, if I were a fan of these shows, I would want to know what was going on. It's very interesting definitely agree yes very good all right andrew that's a new uh, <laughs> when tim hears this yeah. if, if i do release this he's gonna have i mean the kid wears a fitbit um you know which is probably a very good thing just because of his ranting i mean we timed it on my episode where i asked him to check his pulse rate before and then afterwards um he was like at a 70 something and then he wound up almost to 90 in the pulse just for a conversation that's a lot for a guy i'm going oh my gosh the season hasn't even really started yet so i worry about him we we will think fondly of tim tim poor tim anyway all right enough about for for tim's sake for Tim's sake, the Falcons, 14-2 and two this year. No see anything going on with him and his health. So, Godspeed, Tim. Okay, may one of those two games be the Eagles game. <laughs> right. Right. No, I'm just it. saying. Everyone who was watching should have known that that was a catch and that Dez got punished for being in it ridiculous athlete because very I can't think of another receiver off the top of my head who could have made that play the way he did and he was punished for making that play um I actually so I love NFL uh NBA and college basketball and that's it because uh I don't I I have major problems with college football so I don't watch it anymore um and I've never been a baseball guy so that's, that's pretty much it there Oh, I'm a major um, college basketball girl, as as I'm from ooh. the ACC. So yes, no major. Yeah, like, yeah no, ba- college basketball is my happy place. So you, yes, yeah, and and UVA, I think I picked uh, to go to the Final Four because they were the me the too. boring team that should have gone there. 
I don't want to talk about it. Michigan State and Tom Coughlin. No, it's not. No, no. Um, Tom Izzo. Both Toms. Tom Coughlin and Tom Izzo both have beady eyes and they're evil and should be destroyed. Um, and they see that it's wrong. I mean, Nova should not have been. I mean, I don't understand how a team that goes practically undefeated in the regular season in the (laughs) <laughs> Freaking ACC. The seed, now you're getting me started. In the ACC yeah. gets seeded number two. Where is it? Nova. Who the hell did they play? It's ridiculous. Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, you know, and this is the whole thing. Like, oh, like there was this coach. I'm having him actually on my show next week, but it's a Division three coach, and he did a hashtag death by the pack line, and literally every UVA person that I know on Twitter exploded on him. I'm sure Chris Long said something, um, you know, and I'm sure Luke did because Luke always does. Um, okay. So yeah, so so it like I felt really bad for the guy. So I'm having him on my show to explain that he really does like Tony Bennett. But we will like if you say anything bad about Packline defense, like you will get a ton of people in like preppy like sport coats and bow ties after you. It is it is really Whoa. frightening. That is that is pretty frightening. Um, yeah. And my response to him, death by death by Packline. Ask what happened to Harvard. That's my response to it. <laughs> Wow, this is great. Yeah, we should have just talked about college basketball. No, I'm just kidding. You are now my favorite super fan. You are now officially, until I meet Mark tomorrow. So for the next 24 hours, you are my favorite. (laughs) That works. That works. And and that is recorded, so I will I will give that to Pod Vader. So if I ever guest host on that show, and I have the opportunity to pick the last little bit, that is what I will put as the last little bit. That Tim is my favorite. So Tim is my favorite super fan. Sorry to all the rest of them particularly English Simon. I loved you once, but you didn't return a tweet or my email. So now Tim is my favorite. I mean, we did tweet at him at three o'clock in the morning, his time. No, damn it. He should know my needs and he does not. So he, he is banished from scalp. I'm kidding. Wow. I'll go. I should know my needs. (laughs) I'm such a girl. That is a drop. Like (laughs) the next time you're just like, yeah, Drew Brees is attractive. He should know my needs. Wow, that's so unexpected. My goodness. Yeah, I like well, it though. Good. Good. No, I mean, well, I mean, I don't personally hate the Titans, but I think, <laughs> you know, it's something, it's interesting. Pod Vader and I were talking, um, we were together this past weekend at a conference, um, podcast movement. And one of the things that came about when we were talking, you know, with all the other sports podcasters, I mentioned that, you know, in sports, you need a bad guy. You, you must have a bad guy or it's very boring. You know, you need to have someone you don't like. And people can get really uncomfortable with that when I ask that question. But I feel like it's important because one is you got to get yourself geared up to beat these people, number one. And number two, you know, it's just fun to have a bad guy. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, my more, I guess, I don't even want to use the word fun, but I mean, my hatred doesn't stop there. Let me let me tell you, any any quarterback named Manning, I just, I do not want to see succeed. And uh, anytime the Colts and the Jags would play, Actually, with Jack Del Rio, they used to play the Colts very tough. And ever since Manning left and Andrew Luck has been there, now the games haven't even been competitive. So the Jags-Colts games when Manning was there, even our our Colts fan, I I believe, will tell you that uh, those games were fun and and competitive and they were were kind of fun to to hate. And they're also a a division rival. Um, So, yeah, you know. There's tons of bad guys still out there for me, um, but number one is definitely uh, Tennessee, and it does stem back to when I was like 11 or, or 12 years old, and some wounds just never heal. And isn't it weird? We're like we're ending, but we're not ending. It's so weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ending, I know. but not ending. We're not ending. Okay, so that was good. Thank you. I always get nervous. No, that was great. That was great. That was a lot of fun. Okay, good, good. 
Yeah, if, apparently the boys were like, oh, my God, it's a girl. She talks about football. It's awesome. Like, there's a lot of girls that talk about football. Just stop it. Yes, there are. Yeah, there, no one lets you. So, anyway. All right, well, let's um, – I'm glad we formed up, and I'm glad you're here. Where did you go to school? I went to school at American, the American University. Oh, I know American. Yes, because yeah. I, I went to the University of Virginia, so I have several friends that went to American. So, yes. Cool. I know the district. I know, yeah, the I know some UVA people, too. Yes, because we're awesome. Everybody should know UVA people. This will this will just throw you for a loop. But again, being from Vegas, we don't have any teams. So uh, my basketball UNLV. team. Yes, so that's my college basketball team. That's where I went. And as I it should UNLV. be. As as it should be. Good. Um, and they uh, talking about disappointments. They they are the they are the we are super talented and should go far team that either loses in the first round or doesn't even make the tournament. So. And it's not a lie. Like, they do have talent, but the coach may have issues, uh, Dave Rice. But uh, I also love the New York Knicks. So that's how my sporting life goes. Wow. They were the worst team in wow. – basically the worst team in basketball last year. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I feel so bad weird? for you. I just oh, I want like, to adopt you and go, let's, let's stop it's the pain. Okay. I'm just like, oh. let it go. Did you, you know, at least like him when Ewing was there? Yes, but you know what's what's even worse is that I was never ever a Carmelo Anthony fan, and then he goes to my favorite team, and basically I have to root for him, and technically do, even though I'm still not a fan of him per se. But he's on he's on my team, and I go for them, and they had a decent year like four years ago, and that was about it. Yeah, you need to tell the other super fans they're all afraid. They're like, ooh, it's a girl. Want to talk about oh, sports? No. We don't know what to do I'm with not- ourselves. I'm not afraid. <laughs> That's not true. I have others. You just happened to jump on first. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I went to school for broadcast journalism, and I'm not doing anything with it now. So, like, this is me, like, getting back to my roots and, you know, doing what I want to do. So, you know, I mean, when I signed up to be a super fan, it was kind of just like, you know, you get to write things, and on occasion it'll get read on football today, that sort of thing. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, and, you know, it'll be fun, you know, to do. And, you know, we are coming off of, you know, the, the Falcons only having, you know, one bad year. Cause I, you know, I got on board last year and, you know, I'd always listen to like the fantasy focus, that sort of thing. And, you know, loved Pod Vader. So I was like, ah, it's an opportunity to work with him. This will be great. And, you know, once we started doing the podcast, like it's super fun. It's just, there's so many of us. So it's hard for, you know, us to get on, you know, as often as we'd like. Yeah. That's why like doing these kind of shows are great because I'm going now it's all just you, just you and me talking, shooting the breeze going, Hmm. Tim really is crazy. It's not an act. He's really, really insane. Yeah, and no, I'm, I'm legitimately a crazy person. Yes. Or any Patriots mind. Anyway, and this is what happens. This is what happens when your team gets into a slump. Is that, And I do feel for you because basically the University of Virginia is the Jacksonville Jaguars of, of college football. Lots <laughs> of promise, lots of potential, and then you're just like, what the hell happened? That That is exactly so I feel for you. I get it, Ryan. I'm so sorry. I was on the podcast. My tweet about it is, I get fired up about pretty girls, Falcons fans being awful, and make weird noises. How'd I do? It was great. It was a lot of fun. Good, 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 good. I've got two more, and then I can not do... (laughs) No one should do 32 podcasts within a month. It's a lot of podcasting. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I I bet it's a challenge to keep it, uh, you know, to keep it varied as well. You know, because it's, I mean... You're previewing well, 32 teams. It's interesting. It's funny. As the later it gets, the more we have to talk about. 
So the longer the episodes get in the beginning, it was fun. I actually had the right fans at the beginning. I had, like, again, the Falcons fan, the Cowboys fan. I had Mark for the Eagles. You know, I had good guys in the beginning that could talk a lot to fill up that space because we didn't really have any answers for these guys. As the preseason kind of went rolling on, um, we had a lot more things to talk about. And even then, it was kind of annoying. Like, the Bills preview just came out today, but yesterday they announced Tyra was the starter, and we were talking about that. So it was one of those things where do I get him to retake it? Like, no, I'm just going to go and do it because really, honestly – if people get that upset that I'm that behind, then bite me because you try organizing yeah. 32 men to come onto your podcast and edit it while having a full-time job and tiny humans. And, oh, yeah, your regular podcasting schedule because I'm still releasing two full episodes in the midst of all this. So, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, no, I like the human aspect of it. Like, Emily's the, the super stats person. Like, she's more into fantasy football. She does the mock draft. She does all the research, that sort of thing. I'm just like, I like this dude. He's now the number two receiver on this team, and his mom just got diagnosed with cancer, so he's really got to get a payday so that he can help her out. He wants to buy her a new house. Like, I'm all on that. And she's just like, shut up and just pick somebody already, damn it. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, dear. Like, we're like, I might be a girl. You're the girl. You're the girl, Tim. Oh, my God. This is so fantastic. I did spend more time in the kitchen than she did tonight. I made dinner and cleaned up afterwards. This is nonsense. Like, I'm sitting here realizing that I need to embrace my manhood and take my relationship back. This is all this is doing. I'm going to walk in the house and be all empowered, and then I'll be like, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't do that. Please please don't bring me into this. this don't, don't use me as an excuse. No. Ramona said that we should break up because you're a dude. I, I just go in there and act like I got drunk. Just like slurring. Just be like, I was on that podcast and and it's your fault. <laughs> and she was like, what? It'll be fun. Good luck with I'm, that. I'm gonna call, I'm, I'll find out the next time you're recording. I will call in and just be like, my girlfriend left me and it's all your fault because you made me yell at her. Uh, you're going to be like, Tim, I'm going to have to edit all of this out. You also have the distinction of being Pod Vader's wife's favorite super fan. Which is, yeah, concerning given that essentially a super fan, I guess. So it's very nice of her to say that. We had a great 10 minute chat before one of the shows, and, um, you know, I just, we, I, the connection, the England, the English American relationship, it was, it just came through. Even though she thought I was Australian, <laughs> I have no idea what that was about. But still, yeah, it was, we had a great laugh, and she, um, She's an absolutely top, terrific woman. No, I think every woman at some point gets gets into the whole, at least American women, the whole English accent thing. So, you know, you can come over here and, like, you know, you just talk and women are like, oh, you know, and they have, like, visions of David Beckham and James Bond running through their heads. So that that's really how it works. Just to clarify for the carnation, if you're picturing me as James Bond or David Beckham, you're probably way off the mark. I'd say I'm a, if they're, they're, like, a tier maybe the top tier i'm probably i'm probably at the bengals of males that's that's probably the best way is the always the bridesmaid never the bride so um yeah maybe the voice can help me there english simon's my favorite you're on with me right now and you tell me that someone else is your favorite Yes, I fully admit English Simon is my favorite because he's English and he's Simon. I asked him to Snapchat me a picture of a kangaroo last time I was on, and that doesn't give me favorite status. That was so funny. No, but yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. You gotta be kidding me. (laughs) It's English Simon. Is it because it's because I don't have an accent? If I had an accent, 
Yeah, I would be everybody's favorite. Seriously, this is yeah. No, you really would. Um, you know, what's interesting, too, about the Texans is they've been the featured team this year for HBO's Hard Knocks. It's always fun to to watch this show. And um, I feel like the Texans have not disappointed. Um, granted, there's not been a lot of drama other than the little scuffle between them and the Redskins, which was really just D'Angelo Hall running his mouth. Big surprise there. <laughs> I was, I was kind of glad someone took him out. Yep. Oh, God, he's just a waste of a human being. Ugh. Hi, Neil. Hi. How you are you? <laughs> I am good. I just want to say that the Tennessee Titans owe you like season tickets. Anytime they come to England, they should just automatically like let you like stand on the sideline because you must really love this team to put up with all this crazy that I've been throwing at you. So that's all I have to say. Uh, you can find me on Twitter personally uh, at DG Coin, um, and also you can find me on the next Fan Up podcast. Uh, which is our NFU podcast if you're on Twitter. He has you so trained, that pod Vader. He has all of you so trained to say that so well. Does he have yeah, boot camp? host a few times. <laughs> oh, have you? Does he have like a boot camp yeah. where he like, sits you down and like, this is how my clone army is going to work? Hey, we had, we've had training sessions. He's talked us through it, but I think we've listened to pod Vader enough. He's, uh, he's pretty good at what he does, so we just have to follow his lead, really. Just a bet. Well, I'm looking forward to watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season. I'm curious about Jameis Winston. I'm always like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they once had my favorite cornerback in Ron Nate Barber because I think he's tremendous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I went, I went Love to Ron Me too. Me too. And his brother. You probably don't care about his brother much, but I do because they're University of Virginia grads. So. Oh, uh, okay. 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 Yeah. I have a football sign by both of them. Really? I, I yeah. actually have a signed photograph by Rondé Barber uh, when he returned the interception back in the uh, championship game in 2002 against the Eagles. So, Not, not that I'm that competing up. over merchandise. but <laughs> No, not that. It's just the Eagles. It hurts. That one hurt because it's, you know, that's my favorite team, but I'll get over it. But yeah, no, I have a uh, University of Virginia. Yeah, I'll get over it. We have our own quarterback issues. Um, <laughs> no, I have a University of Virginia football. Um, when Tiki was inter- um, inducted into the Virginia um, Hall of Fame, they um, his brother came along with them for the induction ceremony, and so I got both of them to sign the football. So it's pretty special. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So it's in my office. It just sits there, and I look at it like, yay, Barber twins. Hey there. How are you? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Hold on. Tim is like literally. God Almighty! Okay, I have to. <laughs> ah! The, the Atlanta Falcons super fan is blowing me up right now, at saying all these players I need to mention to you, like Justin Houston! Exclamation point. Jamal Charles! Exclamation point. I'm like, I know Tim. I know. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Those are sort of fairly well-known names on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um... Just, just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Yes, that was very, very good. Thank you for dealing with all the technical issues and the rescheduling. I very much appreciate it because I do have a few Tennessee Titans fans around in my gal pal nation that were asking, hey, are you going to get to the Titans? I'm like, I'm going to get to all of them. And plus, you didn't want one of those other other guys doing the preview. Like, the Redskin guy, it was completely MIA, like, never contacted me. So I got Sicko to do his, and that was very enjoyable because we basically just yeah, talked trash yeah. about the Redskins the whole time. So that's what I get. <laughs> No problem. So you didn't want that because I would have got I would have had Ryan the Jags guy do your preview and it would have been a totally different experience. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, you were delighted. So you charmed. 
when we were doing yeah. the AFC South, I, I sort of got a feeling that um, it weren't really high on on Tennessee's roster. It just sort of what not skirting round it, but it was a little more, little more polite, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, you charmed the pants off of me. What can I say? I appreciate it. Have a great night. No worries. Thank you. My husband became, he pretty much gave up his Notre Dame football fandom to be a UVA fan because we go to, we have season tickets to that. But Notre Dame's coming to UVA this fall, um, September 12th. And he's going, no, I'm wearing the jersey. So it, I, this, you oh, must love I, this woman. You must love this I woman. An, I was an inch away from wearing a Steelers jersey under my Falcons jersey in case things went bad at, the Steelers Falcons game last year. I decided against it last minute, and I was just like, "It's okay. I'll just wear my Matt Ryan jersey. It'll be fine. He's gonna be great. They're gonna win. They didn't win. They weren't even close." And then afterwards, we go to dinner with my family, and I'm sitting there. I'm still wearing the Matt Ryan jersey. I was thinking about how much better those family photos would have been if I would have just had a different jersey on, and I would have looked like I was part of the family. But instead, I look like that. You know. NFL fan shop commercial family where everybody is cheering for the little BS teams because of something or something else. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, it could be worse because the kid Nat commercial started cheering for the Eagles because of the girl. And hey. my girlfriend's cuter than that girl. So hey, I now. feel like I'm winning here. I'll talk. Anyway, yes, apparently um, um, there was an incident on, what was it, Thursday show where Pod Vader apparently called me out or called Tim out. I heard it. I thought it was very funny. Um, Tim did not appreciate it, apparently. So, um, yeah, and it's funny because I'm actually interviewing Andrew, I believe it's tomorrow. So I might actually ask him about it, too, and get his perspective since it was their um, matchup and um, write up that that was that was it. But I think the words flirting, um, Tim was like, whoa. And apparently, um, so I had to, I, I don't know if you've been in the Slack group or if you're a slacker um, using I that thing. But... Oh, you saw about Flirtgate? So it, has, it is a term now. Great. Okay. Flirtgate is a term. Flirtgate is a term. It's, it's official in Slack now? Okay. Flirtgate is, is official. Okay. Good. <laughs> God help us. Pod Bear's like, I'm never letting Ramona talk to the super fans again. Ever, ever, ever. All right. Really? You're going to bring up the 1980 Super Bowl? Really? Really? Well, that's I'm what you want to say? I'm just saying, if you want to go you, team for team. That's the way you want to start this. You want to start with the 1980 I, Super Bowl. Okay. I only allow teams that have Super Bowl rings to talk smack about the Raiders franchise. If you're not, you know the Steelers or the Patriots or the Cowboys or the Niners, the Raiders still have a couple on you. The sad thing is I have nothing else to go with that. So, all right, we'll get started. Yeah. Wow, Monty. Okay. It's going to be all right. All the other super fans have been super nice and awesome to me, and you're mean. I like it. That's the way you roll. Uh, even the, even the Cowboys guy wasn't that mean. Wow, really? I like it. No. No, he was super nice to me and charming. So, yeah, I like it, Monty. That's right. Charm that's that's the way Raiders work. Strong <laughs> All right, here we go. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it was it was a pleasure. I definitely enjoyed it. That's why we went talking for two hours now. So, <laughs> yeah, I know my husband's like, "What in the world is going on?" I'm like, "What? It's just who crying. is he?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's so used to this at this point. He's just like, "Whatever, babe. Just you're talking about football. Yeah. I'm gonna go over here and watch ESPN on mute." I mean, that's what he does because I'm literally in our walk-in closet taping these. So, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I'm picturing like a bootleg setup when you say walk-in closet. I'm sure I, I know. Well, it's, no, it's I, nice. I've got but, like my I've got my Mac on like a little dresser. I've got a chair. I have hmm. my mic like built into the wall, and then I've got my Eagles jerseys behind me. So yeah, oh, for you that is bootleg. yeah, that's bootleg yeah, is right hell. there. Absolutely. Convince me. Hey, it's a good deal. Let's do 32 previews. All right, can you hear me? Yes. And I can hear you. Okay, good. Yay, we're in the studio. Okay, and thank you so much for coming on to do Washington. I know that it's a burden um, because no, it's Washington. It's great to go watch their preseason games. Man, talk about getting confident. Just watching that team is like, wow. Talk about a difference from our team to their team. Wow, wow. Yeah, I didn't really watch any of the games yesterday. Um, I was When you tweeted me last night about um, Sam Bradford, I was actually at a bar drinking. Um, so, um, yeah. <laughs> That didn't. That was showing the Redskins game. It wasn't showing the Eagles game. But you know, what can you do? All right. So I've got again. I thought we would talk about. Um, and again, you've probably done more research than I have. But the relationship between Jay Gruden and D three. You know, because it's the most dysfunctional relationship in the NFL. Um, you know, besides Deshaun Jackson, Alfred Morris, is there anybody on the offense worth listening to, uh, looking at, you know, and then I want to kind of talk about Deshaun Jackson's, um, you know, claim that he can outrun any corner in the league. And I think actually that's probably going to be our best moment because you're really familiar with Deshaun Jackson. And then yeah, the yeah. East and then, you know, really what's, what is, what's going to take for this team to see? So, you know, yeah, because I don't see doing that this year, which I'm okay with. Yeah. I know you're okay with so. And you do have the distinction of being the first repeat guest. So I don't know what they're going to do with that next fan-up Slack group. That Slack group, you guys are fun. I've, I've heard some things. Not a lie. Yeah, I- yeah. No, it's pretty passionate, but it's fun. <laughs> but it's funny. When you hear us on air, we're all very polite. But, yeah, on Slack, man, people are just brutal and, like, angry. It's crazy. You guys should have, like, fan-paid access. The fans of your show could actually read the Slack group and see what's really going on. You guys have been killing. Nice. Like, when your show takes yeah, off. But then watch you guys yeah, exactly. the South, exactly. then it won't be as good. Uh, that'd be great. You just open it up. All right, again, you can hear him on blogtalkradio.com, next.com uh, slash C. I can't talk. I'm so, like, overwhelmed by your awesome footballness that I just can't talk anymore. So we're going to end this interview now. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know if you've had a chance. Thank you for coming on. I know that I was a pest and was really um, belligerent and very abusive to you. Uh, you well, persistently perky um, to get you on the show. So I appreciate it very much. Well, that's okay. No, I, I didn't want to be the last one. I mean, it's been a crazy couple of months for me, but I definitely didn't want the KC uh, super fans or the other super fans. I'm not the only, obviously, out there. But I, I didn't want us to be the ones that were the stragglers or the ones that didn't make it into the, you know, into the best of or anything like that. Oh, no, no. So um, the only one that has not made an appointment was the Redskin guy. And I didn't want to wait for him anymore. He was an Eagles fan, and I just don't like the Redskins. So Sitko did that, <laughs> that preview for me. It was most enjoyable. We, we pretty well, much is, passed I went out to college in D.C., and I was sort of following the Redskins during that time. And, I, I mean, I, obviously I can't say that they, I became like a true big fan of them. But um, I've sort of followed them since then. Um, and, and I can um, – I can confirm a lot of the uh, the discussion that you and uh, Mark had uh, over the weekend about them. Um, yeah, I mean, even Did being you enjoy a that? sort was of I, fan- was I adorable. Oh yeah, <laughs> even being a sort of fan of them, you just sort of have to hate them. Like it's just, uh, like this. I think probably. I mean, I don't know if there's a worse man- ownership situation in the league. Um, no, there's not. There, there's not. I don't think there's a worse ownership situation in all of sports. Like I want yeah, you to really well, think about Sterling all of the team. major sports. 
No, no, but he's gone. So that you can't even count that anymore. And they were winning. Even while he was being crazy and being a racist, they were winning. So you can't <laughs> say that. They are literally yeah. the worst team. And they've been terrible. It was, Again, you know, this man has more money than sense. He has, you remember when it was like, were you there when it was the Danny and Vinny show? Like, that's when I'm showing my age. That oh, was man. when it was really fun. Vinny because Serato, it was basically the like, it, kindergarten ninja? Yes. Yes, yes. Remember, like it was, it was like seriously, it was like Dan Snyder goes, "Look at me, I have all this money. I'm gonna have my favorite players ever come onto my team and play. Yay!" And I'm like, yeah. "You are a moron." And then he's like, "And I'm gonna get my favorite coach, Joe Gibbs, to come on, and it's gonna be great. Yay!" And I'm like, "You are a moron." I love. Yeah, it. he was this little kid playing Madden for millions of dollars. Yeah, really bad Madden, like super bad Madden. Right. Like right now, my you know nine year old could kick his butt. Um, it's just a right. bad way to manage a team. Just, just terrible. No, I, I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm probably not going to bash any of those teams because they're all better than the Bears, and I acknowledge that it's really too bad. But uh, it's going to be fun to watch. We'll find out. I'll talk about it. Your pizza is better than all of them, though. <laughs> that's right it is better it i used to not better. think that but it is it's like quiche but it's not eggs <laughs> exactly because it's pizza i went to virginia tech's rivals so school so whenever i see them on tv i have to watch it and throw up in my mouth a little bit it's a tradition oh, so gotcha yeah. <laughs> just they're like the worst planet like seriously if, if blacksburg could be eradicated from the earth i would be so thankful so yeah and i don't care that this is recorded i'm i completely like just don't care so yes now you now that's you know how awful and mean i am know that's the same way i feel about uh dallas me too oh my gosh see charlie it was meant to be <laughs> yay and thank you for coming on again so and hopefully you're oh. rubbing in the guy's face because this is fun yeah, yeah, I did a little bit, but when it was sick, I, I, I can't really do anything because I can't say anything about the Eagles. You can say things about the Eagles. It's okay. It won't hurt my feelings. Because <laughs> now all of a sudden, have you, I heard yesterday's podcast um, that he recorded, and all of a sudden he's backpedaling. Like, now he's all worried. I'm yeah. like, you've been fucking sunshine and rainbows this entire time, whereas I've been cautious and I'm like, okay, let's slow roll. Now all of a sudden he's backing up. I'm like, did you not see the 80,000 changes that Atlanta's O-line has gone through the last week? Come on, sicko. Well, there you have it, gals and pals. It was an amazing experience getting to know all of these guys. It is a great podcast. Again, you can hear them on blogtalkradio.com forward slash next fan up. Definitely tweet them at NFU podcast. You can find your favorite super fan. Trust me, the guys are great, approachable. They love trash talking. They love talking to fans of their team. And again, I hope all of them... Well, really, I only hope Mark has a really good season because that's the only one I care about. And maybe Greg because I really want a Keystone Super Bowl. Come on. I deserve one. It'd be awesome. Come on. Steelers, Eagles, Eagles winning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for all things Galpal Nation, make sure that you are following me on Twitter at SportsGalpal. And again, don't forget about the SportsGalpal Facebook page. Let's go who's. Please, please, please. At least just cover the spread. Oh, God. It's going to be a long Saturday. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com. Put that at the end. Tim, you are really a girl.